Hello and welcome to a slightly shorter episode of the Spirit of 2016 podcast. Uh, today, or tonight, we're coming to you from just outside Windsor Park in the immediate aftermath of Northern Ireland nil, the Netherlands nil. My name's Andy Bell, as ever, joined by Luke Niblock. Nib, just quick reaction to the game, what did you think? Well, I mean, we're, we're sitting after that game a little bit disappointed, actually, at the result, and that's kind of testament to how we performed in that game. I mean, Holland, world-class side. I mean, the fact that we've come out of that game disappointed, obviously, mm. with the Steve Davis penalty miss and things like that. I thought it was a really tidy performance. I really wasn't that concerned that uh, throughout the game about an imminent Holland threat. I thought we handled it well. Maybe a couple of moments where we could have been a bit um, smarter on the ball, but at the end of the day, I think that was a really kind of solid performance, again, from Northern Ireland, and something we're just used to at this point. Yeah, I think I have to agree with you. I think the uh, the setup in terms of the approach from Michael was maybe somewhere in between Germany at home and Holland away. Mm-hmm. Uh, first 10 minutes, we certainly saw a big, big press from Northern Ireland. And I think you saw that with the likes of Gavin White playing with his pace, his energy and dynamism. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Savile was playing on the left other, uh, rather than Corey Evans on the right, which was interesting, but seemed to work. First 10 minutes, we had a load of chances. Sort of died off a little bit. I think maybe there was a concerted effort from Michael and um, maybe not to put the same effort into the first half, um, the same running, the same pressing as he did against Germany, because there was a clear drop-off. It was clear that our, uh, our lads' legs fell off in that game. So maybe he was looking a bit more in the second half. But uh, first half performance, um, I mean, we matched them, certainly. It arguably could be the better side. Could easily have been 1-0 up and limited them to that just one sort of scrap that hit the bar. I mean, first half performance was 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 as good as we've seen from Northern Ireland yeah I mean personnel wise I think I actually got a spot on um, just and we saw um, Savile out left there obviously I mean it was an interesting system just to kind of counteract what Holland could bring to the table and obviously with no Memphis Depay I think we both looked at the team sheet from Holland and thought maybe you know that's that's less of a potent threat there for Holland anyway and we definitely saw a bit of a lack I think of Memphis Depay for Holland there but I think you know, in terms of the press, like you said, it was a bit of a mix between the you know kind of you know lineups we've seen in the past and these in these two big games against these titanic nations, really. And I think it worked really well in this game. I think the balance was formed pretty well, considering it was at home at, at Windsor and that atmosphere, man. I just I, I just thought it was absolutely electric all night. And yeah. I mean, what what a night really for Northern Ireland again. Just just shows how far we've come, man. Since we started recording this podcast, it's just incredible the kind of the lengths we've come, really. It is a bit of a shame, I guess, that. Okay, contextually, this uh, this draw does rule us out of automatically qualifying for Euro 2020. I don't think even the most ardent of Northern Ireland supporters could have thought that we uh, could have uh, could have got the two two nil wins uh, to qualify automatically for the Euros. So, no. but it is a bit of a shame. I mean, and if that's the first game of the group, you're seeing like a massive celebration at the end there, mm-hmm. and you know the fans were positive, but especially it was weird because. I think Holland brought on Nathan Ake, uh, another centre-half towards the end, because they only needed a point. We were probably happy enough with a point, and it just sort of played out like that. But, I mean, second half, it was... I was maybe slightly disappointed that we, we didn't produce a bit more up front. Uh, maybe some different changes could have been made. I don't know. What yeah. did you think? Yeah, we, it seemed like just we couldn't make anything stick. I mean, we tried to play that out ball to Josh McGuinness, and fair play to Josh, he did win a few of those headers, mm-hmm. and he tried his best to knock it down you know, via his chest or his head. But... Yeah. It just seemed that we couldn't get the phases going and we really couldn't get a pass and play moving, really. And I think, you know, ultimately, though, in saying that, I still didn't really feel like we were at much threat, really, uh, yeah. you know, against Holland there. And it was just one of those second halves where the game kind of fizzled out a little bit. Holland maybe had a couple of chances where they kind of played through the lines, but there was nothing really potent from that Holland attack. And I think it was just one of those second halves where the <laughs> game just kind of fizzles out a little bit. And both sides, ultimately, at the end of the game, are fairly happy with a nil-nil. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it's it's probably testament to our what is a what is a Premier League defence now, and you've got Lewis, Cathcart, Evans, both uh, all playing in the Premier League, and yeah. then Stuart Dallas, who with Leeds next year, the way they're going, could quite easily go up. Yeah, uh, I know maybe 
critics might say that, okay, we were able to keep them at bay because there wasn't maybe the extra quality of Memphis Depay. But the thing we have to remember is, in terms of planning for a playoff, if we're playing the likes of Bosnia, uh, as it looks likely to be, I mean, I know they have quality like Pjanic and Dzeko, but apart from that, they're the types of players you're going to be coming up against. And even that maybe slightly weakened uh, Holland attack tonight is probably still stronger than a Bosnia attack. We'll have to thwart. Now, obviously, over there, in terms of getting the goal, we will have to... Uh, we will have to be a bit more attacking. Certainly, yeah. second half we can't play like that because we will have to score over there. Yeah. Um, but and, yeah, are you are you a bit more confident for the playoffs based on tonight? I think you have to be really coming out of a game like that. You know, when you when you play against a quality position like Holland and you, and you do hold them to nothing, really, you have to be confident against a Bosnia. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, you're playing against world class attackers in that Holland team. Even if it is Memphis Depay, you know, not in the squad, you're still playing against Babel, who's been in terrific form in Europe. And I know, and the likes, obviously, in that midfield of, of you know Frankie De Jong, who I thought actually was quite classy tonight. And yeah, you, he was. You definitely, you saw moments from Frankie De Jong, you know, to prove his class, and I think we still managed to hold our own. So I think you just have to win that Bosnia game full of confidence. Mm -hmm. Atmosphere was fantastic. Players put in a shift, and I think it's the perfect way to go into Bosnia. Obviously, we still have Germany to come, and we're saying Bosnia as if it's definitely confirmed, but it's a good way to go into the playoffs now, and I think it's a really positive atmosphere around the camp. I was saying after the Davis penalty miss tonight that uh, all of our luck is built up for the playoffs. I mean, when you look right back from the Nations League where we hit the post in the bar seemingly uh, 10, 20 times a game in those matches, uh, tonight we, you know, against Germany we had a couple of chances that didn't quite go in. Uh, tonight we have the missed penalty. I mean, you could say that's down to poor finishing, but there is a bit of luck in that as well. And yeah. you know, do you think that we're just due one maybe in the playoffs and it could have all just worked out perfectly in, in Michael's last games potentially? Yeah, I mean, we were in the north stand there and we were just kind of, we just couldn't really believe that nothing was really falling. I mean, I think we really are due luck at this point now. Ever since that Switzerland game, I just feel like we're due yeah. something at this point. But yeah. I mean, I think both of us really had our money on, on Davis at least hitting the target. I mean, yeah. the fact that Davis blazed over the bar was an absolute shock to me. So I think we really are due luck. And let's hope it comes in the playoffs when it really matters. Yeah, man. I mean absolutely. the playoffs I'm so excited now at this point um, and yeah just bring on bring on the playoffs be it Bosnia or, or whoever we face and mm -hmm. obviously likely being Bosnia yeah um, okay two last questions uh, first of all looking forward to Germany at home would you ch or Germany away on Tuesday night in the last game of the group obviously competitively a bit of a dead rubber but in terms of actually um, in terms of actually going there and building some confidence ahead of the playoffs I mean we can't really go there and get hammered because that'll just be disastrous for the mentality going to Bosnia or whoever it may be uh, would you change anything? Okay, in terms of the lineup based on tonight, uh, would you change anything from tonight or would you go for the, the same lineup? I'd probably go for the same lineup, and I think what was interesting is Michael did kind of change the system about throughout the game, so I think he'll probably do something similar and see what works like systematically. You know, I think the fact that he has the flexibility and the, and the, you know, the ability to actually change in the 90 minutes is really great, and that is something that can get you through a playoff. Boy, I mean, that can get you through those games in, in those kind of deciding matches, so... I'd, I'd probably go for the same um, um, personnel mm -hmm. and, like I said, be flexible with the systems and, and, and don't be afraid to change okay. things throughout a game, which is what Michael's done tonight. If I was to maybe make one change from Germany on Tuesday night, I would maybe start McGuinness on the bench. Yeah. Just because it, it's a bit of an enigma. It's a bit of a tough one for Michael because um, if you look uh, Netherlands away, I mean, Kyle Lafferty battled well for 70, 75 minutes, but ultimately offered us very little. We didn't have a chance up until the end, and then McGuinness on. Uh, McGuinness came on and had the impact, scored the goal. Whereas tonight, you got more of an all-round attacking performance, starting McGuinness, who offers probably the most out of all our strikers. But it did. You were just begging out for that man to come on in the last ten minutes yeah. and maybe give us a chance, give us a goal. Yeah. Um, no, I, I like the idea of maybe you know I think that would definitely make sense. Play McGuinness from the bench. It def it's definitely worked before, mm -hmm. so I can see where you're coming from on that mm -hmm. one. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so I'd maybe start Lafferty, but that's the only change I would make. Yeah. Uh, okay. Last but not least, man of the match tonight for Northern Ireland. That's a good question. Man of the match. Ooh. 
I thought I thought Stuart Dallas was very tidy mm-hmm. again. I thought you know he played three different positions actually tonight. So yeah. I think he put in a real shift. I think Craig Cathcart was pretty tidy. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny, Evans so, well. uh, Johnny Evans tidy again. Um, yeah, I, I'd probably I'd go Stuart Dallas actually for okay. me. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought Stuart Dallas was really tidy tonight. I think uh, Corey Evans and Paddy McNair specifically played very well. I thought Davis played well, given that what happened in the first half. His yeah, head he shook it off well, didn't he? Uh, he did misplace a few passes, but, I mean, just typical Steve Davis, classy guy, classy performer, classy professional. Uh, he didn't let his head go down, and he, he, he kept playing well, and he still offered us something in that game. Uh, for me, it, it does have to go to a, to a defender tonight, just because we did keep a world-class side uh, to a clean sheet. Uh, Peacock Farrell, I don't think, really made any saves, so I'm, no. I'm, I'm just going to give it to the two centre-halves. I'm going yeah. to bottle it and not pick one between the two. Okay, fair enough. Because I thought they both played very well. Yeah. Uh, maybe Craig Cathcart, because he's come back from the injury. Yeah, I think Craig was great. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Craig Cathcart then. Okay, happy enough. Any other business? or? That's great. No, just bring, bring on Germany away, and then I'm, I'm really looking forward to the playoffs now that we're a guaranteed qualification. Really looking forward to that as well. So, um, as I put in the Facebook page, uh, the situation now is basically, uh, if Hungary qualify from Group E uh, on Tuesday night, and they have to go to Wales and they have to win. If they do that, then we're in a one in three chance of going into uh, a home playoff, going into pathway A, potentially a home playoff against Bulgaria or Israel. But uh, if Hungary don't uh, qualify, we're guaranteed to, to have Bosnia. So keep an eye on that one on Tuesday night. That'll be an interesting one. Certainly, you'd rather have Bulgaria or Israel than go to Bosnia. But I'm pretty sure we can, we're can capable of, of beating either of those, certainly on tonight's performance, because it was really encouraging. Yeah. Okay, going to wrap that up. Hope you enjoyed our little short segment from outside Windsor Park and the immediate aftermath of the game. Hopefully that will we'll get that up tonight, if not early tomorrow morning. Uh, and you can have a bit of a dabble through that. Um, in terms of future podcasts, the draw for the playoffs, if we need a draw, um, well, there'll certain, there'll be a, it'll be of interest to us anyway because it'll draw whether in a final, in any potential final, we'll be at home or not. So we will talk about that. Uh, so we're going to do a podcast potentially over the weekend, get that out on the weekend. Uh, reacting to the Germany game, maybe talking in a bit more t- tactical uh, in-depth analysis about the game tonight and also talking about the playoffs to come so thank you very much for tuning in and have a good night bye bye